Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, today I'll be talking about uh, Michigan's upcoming schedule and uh, the stats of last year. So, uh, and how well they're going to do this year. So without further ado, I'm just going to get into it. So last year, Michigan went 2-4, and four, which was weird. It's something that we don't really see, usually in Michigan football. And the fan- Michigan fans are concerned about this upcoming year. Because uh, we don't really know how well the quarterbacks are going to do. Because in th- because they didn't do too well. Michigan doesn't really have a good, reliable quarterback right now. And with Jim Harbaugh getting that extension, some people don't like that fact. That he got that extension because he doesn't have the greatest record against ranked teams. He doesn't have the greatest record in bowl games. He has a terrible record against Ohio State. So people thought <clears throat> he was going to get fired, but he didn't. So looking at Michigan's schedule, their first game is in Ann Arbor uh, against Western Michigan. I really haven't seen Western Michigan play in a while, so I really don't know how this game is going to go. But since it's in Ann Arbor and it's a Big Ten team going up against a MAC team, I think that's going to be a win for Michigan. But that next week, I don't know. I I'm next week it's against Washington, but that game's also in Ann Arbor. But I just think Washington has has a better quarterback, of course, has a better team. So even though Washington didn't do that well last year, but I they still did better than Michigan, so I think Washington is going to cu- come up with a win that week. Fast forward to the next week, they play NIU, Northern Illinois, also in Ann Arbor. Uh, I think that's, once again, that's another team I haven't really paid attention to. It's another kind of, it's a, it's a D1 school, but it's a small one. And uh, I just think Michigan is going to beat them. So I think they're going to take the win there. This next week against Rutgers, also in Ann Arbor, they have Michigan has four home games in a row. But against Rutgers, this Rutgers team looks very, very promising. They hired they hired a new coach last year and they did outstanding. Yes, they didn't have the best record, but you could see the improvement of that Rutgers team. And I really think think deep down that Rutgers can get that win. So I'm gonna say Rutgers gets that win against Michigan and Ann Arbor. Then uh then they play Wisconsin at Wisconsin. And um, this is going to be toss-up. Once again, Wisconsin also didn't have that great of a year last year. It, it, was, it was weird last year. So so this is I think this is going to be a really close game, but I still think since it's at Wisconsin, I think Wisconsin is going to come out on top and beat the Wolverines. Uh, th- that next week um, is at Nebraska. Uh, I think Michigan's gonna get this win because once again, I, I I just think 
Nebraska isn't still isn't at their point of being a good team yet. They still have some gaps to fill. They still have they still need a quarterback and they still need a good wide receiving core. And once they get that, they will be both contenders. But right now, they're still not there. And I think Michigan just has the better team still. And I think they're going to come up on top for a win. Now, next week is their bye week. October 23rd is against Northwestern in Ann Arbor. After watching Northwestern last year, I really think... Northwestern will be a top 10 team next year. They will definitely be in a Newark Six Bowl. And and Northwestern just has the way better team, the way more athletic team. So I think, I really think Northwestern will beat Michigan by 20. At Am at Ann Arbor, at the Big House, I really do think Northwestern has the talent to do that. Now, rivalry game, Michigan State at at East Lansing. Uh, this game's gonna be tough. Last year, uh, Michigan State beat Michigan, and I I do think Michigan will be able to pull off the win that week because uh, I, I think they're searching for wind or they're searching for blood at Michigan State because uh, of course they lost last year and they don't really want to lose again to Michigan State again and I just think Michigan will outplay them uh, offense and defense especially if Michigan figures out that quarterback problem so I do think Michigan will win that game that next week they play IU at Ann Arbor. Um, I think IU's gonna win this one. After watching IU last year and uh, the year before, this team, this IU team, is good. Uh, they have ton of ty- talent. Uh, they got a good wide receiver and a uh, Ty Freifogel. And uh, I just think Indiana's going to go in there and just kick the crap out of them, to be honest. I don't think Michigan doesn't have talent to beat that team. Indiana's just an overall way better team. So I think Indiana's going to come out on top. And now Penn State, once again... It's we weird year, weird year, especially for Penn State. This game, I think, will be the closest game on Michigan's schedule. And this game is at Penn State, too. I think I will take Penn State. Penn State in overtime. That's how close I think this game is going to be. They're both right there in talent-wise. They're both trying to rebuild from last year. And I th- I think this is going to be a great match, one to keep your eye out for. But I still think Penn State, since they're at home, will win that game. Then next game is at Maryland. 
I think I think Michigan's gonna win that. Maryland, once again, still not at that point. They're still having trouble in positions, and I don't think they're gonna be much of a competitive team for a while. And um, so yeah, I think Michigan will take that win. And now, of course, last week against Ohio State, which is in Ann Arbor, but <laughs> Michigan is not at that point yet. They're not at that point yet to beat Ohio State. And I really think Ohio State will win by 20 or more. Ohio State is just way better team. I I think Ohio State has the best wide receiver core in the country and I really think that will play a huge factor because once again Michigan still doesn't have the talent to play against good teams so overall I think uh uh They'll go five and seven. I think Michigan this year will go five and seven, uh, which isn't the greatest record, but it's like once again didn't do too well last year. They're still trying to figure things out. So right now they're trying to build back up and five and when you're building back up from bad year, five and seven isn't bad. So uh, we're just gonna go ahead and look at last year's stats. Um, Passing yards, Joe, Joe Milton threw for 1,077 yards through six games, which isn't terrible. But he had 80 completions and 141 attempts. That's a 56.7 completion rate, which honestly is not the greatest. And he only had four touchdowns for four, four, and four interceptions. And you look at those stats and you think, why is he playing? Especially when you look at um, Cade Macon, oh, I can't, I can't pronounce his last name. Cade Macon-Namara, I can't pronounce that. He completed 43 completions out of 71 attempts for 425 yards. That's a 60.6 completion rate and uh. He threw for five touchdowns and no interceptions. And um, and as you look at those stats, you would think Cade would start. That that's what I would think, but I'm not, I'm not the coach. I'm not calling the shots. But if they want to make a a change at quarterback so they could do what's beneficial for the team, I would start Cade. He he, looking at the stats and looking at him play, he's just the overall better player. In uh, running, uh, Hassan Haskins had three hundred seventy five yards on the season with six touchdowns, and uh, right behind him, uh, Zach Charbonnet, one hundred twenty four rushing yards, one touchdown, and uh. Receiving Ronnie Bell, twenty six receptions, four hundred one yards, one touchdown, and 
Cornelius Johnson behind him with uh, 16 receptions, 254 yards, uh, three touchdowns. So they don't have a bad receiving core. I just think they need to get more, get more uh, good wide receivers in because these two kids can't do it all. They need some help. Then you have, then you have the tight end, uh, Nick Ewabanks, uh, ten receptions, hundred seventeen yards, one touchdown. And uh, the other, the other tight end, Eric All, twelve receptions, eighty two yards, zero touchdowns. So, I would also be looking for another tight end to get him some help. So over overall, this team isn't terrible, but they do still need some help at certain positions like tight end and running back. Not, I think they're fine at running back. I I just really think they need another wide receiver. They really do, and I they really need to figure out this quarterback problem because that's the base of your team is your quarterback. You need to start with a good quarterback. And if they don't figure this out quickly, things are going to turn bad really quick. So, yeah, overall, they're going to go 5-7, and seven, I think. They have a pretty tough schedule, but that's the Big Ten. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Uh, next week I will be doing IU. Not next week, but next uh, podcast I'll be doing IU schedule. So uh, tune in for that. I don't know when it's dropping. So... See you guys.